Welcome back to Cobbler's Gulch. Episode 55. The most romantic spider web of all time. Oz watches the goat stampedes that Elwood provokes from a distance. And he feels confident that there are enough goats that Elwood can keep the small horde out of Cobbler's Gulch until the cows, or goats, or whatever livestock you can think of, come home. But the blood moon is imminent, and Oz knows that soon there will be more than goblins to deal with. There will be tuxedo-wearing bat-winged toads, and a fool, and a witch, and probably other monsters and beasts and things that don't otherwise make for good dinner company. And these things won't be so easily manipulated. Oz wanders the entirety of Cobbler's Gulch, all through the Port of a Thousand Albatross, all over Huffnagel's livery stable, all around the orphanage, and up and down the scrimshanks. All the while, he mutters to himself, We need a hideout, a hideout, a hideout. We need a hideout, a hideout, a hide. Suddenly, Oz stops wandering. A hide, a hide. In, hide in, hide in, within, within. That word, within, it has stuck with him and the verse along with it. Phonus, balonus, ranny, gazoom, shadows of darkness, danger, and gloom cannot be cast within this. Oz whirls round and looks up at Riddle Hope Hall, that great sealed rotunda. Within this room! The spinning woman had loved Rolo Riddle Hope. Surely, Oz thinks, her verse is his verse, the key to opening Riddle Hope Hall. Oz begins running, and he does not get lost. In fact, at this time, none of the following words can be used to describe Oz. Astray, wayward, off course, absent-minded, bewildered, or discombobulated. Instead, he is direct, precise, rigorous, categorically on the nose with every step all the way until he stands slam bang in the middle of the spinning woman's impatient gaze. Haven't I nearly bitten off your head before? Yes, and you also dangled me over the river of no return. Did you forget? I've been working. She has indeed been working, and the bridge is as beautiful and as haunting as ever. All the orphan's hair and whiskers and dreadlocks and fuzz and fabric put to lovely use. Oz spies the verse and, better yet, finds that it has been completed. Phonus, Balonis, Rani, Kasoon, shadows of darkness, danger and gloom cannot be cast within this room at one of a thousand silent call. Repeat this twaddle, repeat it all. Clatfot, fribble, and boon boonery. Nonsense makes sense. That's the key. Slip, slop, poppycock, riddle me re. Riddle hop hall. Open, says me. And just as Oz finishes reading the verse to himself, he finds himself spun into a cocoon, looking at the ornery face of the spinning woman. She looks tired in a way that is unlikely to be favorable toward Oz's immediate future. Which is to say, she looks hungry after a hard day's night of spinning and weaving. Yes, you were one of the orphans. 
I still am one of the orphans. I recognize the black hair of your hair. I'll have to ponder what good I might put it to after I bite off your head. (laughs) For a moment, Oz feels his tongue twist, catches his eyes starting to cross, and senses his equilibrium about to tip. But then he notices something else. A look on the face of the spinning woman. A look he has seen in his own reflections. The look of someone who feels mixed up. She is, of course, quite literally mixed up, being half woman and half spider and all, but there's more to it. The frustration of feeling perpetually misplaced. Fortunately, Oz now knows how to right this wrong and bring the spinning woman back to center. You're not gonna bite off my head. Oh, won't I? Nope. Well, now I'll bite off your head and I'll drink your... You won't, (sighs) because that's what a monster would do. And you're not a monster. I am a... No, you're not. (sighs) You just lost your way, but you found it again, and you don't even know it. What have I found? Those words, that burst in your web, it'll save every orphan in Copper's Gulch. It'll protect them from goblins and toads, and a witch, and who knows what else. The spinning woman thinks back to the first garment she ever made. A knit cap to protect the soft spot of an infant. There you are, little sprout. This will protect your bald little head. It all started there, with that feeling of knowing that a baby, a sweet, innocent newborn, is all the better for her work. The spinning woman sets Oz loose, cuts the piece from her web that contains the verse, and gives it to him. You know, this is Rolo Riddlehop's verse. Not mine. I'm sure he knew exactly who he was giving it to. The spinning woman smiles warmly for the first time since she was turned into a half-spider, half-woman. And Oz responds in kind before nodding a thanks and beelining back to Cobbler's Gulch. Thanks for listening. On the next Cobbler's Gulch... timely conversation piece. In the meantime, it's a good thing to know that it's easy to lose your way. You can veer one way or another just slightly enough to take you off course. This is why it's good to pay attention to those who've been where you want to go. Those people are more than people. They're lighthouses. And if you've lost your way, they can help you find